Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. I don't appreciate the shot yeah, that Tanner's over here taking well, on my fair. beloved Missouri Tigers. Hey, now, I, Illinois deserves zero respect. Well, yeah. Zero. They don't zero know how to play college on the football. football side of things. They don't know how to play Basketball, college football. Basketball, one of the best programs in the country right now. Football, come on now. I forgot we had come a team. Come on. I said eight and four, and I stick by but it. But you put a little bit of respect on those Missouri Tigers going into this hey, season. Hey, I will when They've I see them in the seven... top 25. Well, we, they might not be there, but recruiting-wise, things are things are trending up right now. SEC championship bound, T-Bone. Okay, let's relax a little bit there. Yeah. Right now, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by Katie Wu. She's the Cardinals insider for The Athletic. You can follow her on Twitter, at Katie J. Wu. Be sure to get your subscription over at The Athletic to read all of her fantastic work. Katie? We always appreciate the time. How was your weekend in Kansas City? Well, guys, I think I have like a Kansas City barbecue hangover because I know Joke slept for 12 straight hours last night, and I feel both amazing and horrible at the same time. Where were the spots, Katie? I got to hear some of this. Did you hit up like Gates Barbecue? So I thought about Gates on my way out, but I was like, you know what? I've never been like anywhere around Kansas City, so I just drove to some random, I think it was like Independence, and just pulled over, and I think it was literally called, like, a little barbecue spot. And that's where I went, and it was so good. Um, I wanted to, like, never leave. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I missed all the good ones. I missed all the, like, the, the notoriously known, the ones that you have to go to kind of places. So it just means I have to go back. Yeah, absolutely. So <laughs> the, the thing that I always tell people about Kansas City barbecue is, like, the barbecue spots out here in St. Louis are, most of them are everybody's good as the barbecue spots in Kansas City. There's just like a thousand of them in Kansas City. Like that that's the difference is they're everywhere as opposed to here where there's like 10 and they're all very good, but it's it's the quantity more so than anything up in KC. Uh Katie, Makes so I'm going to I'm going to ask you a question that you asked Adam Wainwright after his most recent start. The Cardinals have outscored their opponents 37 to 13 on their road trip. Their starting pitchers gave up a total of 5 runs in 34 innings. That's good for a 1.3 ERA. My simple question to you, how? <laughs> Okay, first of all, that was a horrible question to Adam. And and full disclosure, I had to restart that question four times because of, like, sound issues. (laughs) And I had been so focused on how I was going to start the question, and I told him this the other day. So I completely forgot at that point how I was going to end the question. (laughs) It was perfect, though. It was just a moment. Like, everybody's asking the same question. Like, how? How is Adam Wainwright still doing it? So I understood what you were getting Well, and I felt so bad for you, too, Katie, because (laughs) your connection, like, it kept breaking in and out. And I'm like, oh, come on. Just give the girl some slack here. I was panicking, but honestly, it's karma because Zach Silver has plenty of uh, technical difficulties that are not even close to his fault, and I have just been making relentless fun of him. So this is coming. That makes sense. Uh, (laughs) 
But to get back to your original question, um, I don't know. You know, it, it's even if you take out LeBlanc, and it's not like he was horrible. I mean, obviously he was injured and, and hurt and dealing with something. That's two earned runs over the last 31 and two-thirds of an innings pitch from the starting rotation. Mm. And, I mean, we've, we've said all along how much of a catalyst starting pitching is, how it can set the tone, whether you have it or whether you don't, for the overall, the overall success of your team. And, look, the Cardinals starting pitching has been excellent. It's been stellar. I mean, Adam Wainwright has been doing Adam Wainwright things all year. Getting Jack back, obviously, is a huge boost in the arm. And then you have guys like Jay Happ and, and John Lester, who has looked increasingly better with each start, coming out, and they totally have, like, revamped themselves and the result is a lot better overall quality of product on the field and that just attributes to the starting pitching it's been such a turnaround what has changed from your perception with that starting pitching katie i mean are they just throwing more strikes has the defense been better behind them or do you think the offense is is helping improve the image of the starting pitching i think it's a culmination of everything and uh i I also think that the offense is aided by the this dominant starting pitching and having effective starters that are throwing strikes that are utilizing the defense. What we see a lot, and this has been a lot of, of what John Mozeliak went into when he was looking for anything that could help this club were guys that, you know, had the experience that had the, the veteran presence in the league. Cause those are the kinds of pitchers that and players that he likes that have proven ability to throw strikes. And look, if they, if these guys like Lester, like half, like TJ McFarland, like Luis Garcia, like Justin Miller, come in and need to reinvent themselves and need to focus on throwing strikes. The Cardinals have always, always, always had an exceptional defense, and it pays dividends with these guys. You know, Lester and Happ are no longer the pitchers that they used to be, that they came up in baseball, but they still have the ability to perform. So as they find out what works best for them and as they become more of a pitch-to-contact kind of pitcher, they have the defense to back it up that allows them to be successful. Same with T.J. McFarland, who was actually really good in Oakland in 2020. Same with Luis Garcia, who was just absolutely filthy in Kansas City. These guys know that when you have two probably gold glove winners at the corners, you have a Hall of Fame catcher, you have two gold glovers in the outfield, and Harrison Bader and Tyler O'Neill and Dylan Carlson can play all three positions quite well. And you have an electric middle infield no matter who you put in there, whether it's Young, whether it's Sosa, whether it's Tommy Edmond. They no longer have to stress and pinpoint and pitch for their exact spots. They can be flexible. They can relax a little bit. They don't have to micromanage everything. They can pitch for contact, and they know that if, so, if there is contact, it doesn't have to be the weak, like, easy ground ball. They can get barreled up, and this defense is still going to make the plays. We see it every day, and I think that's been the, huge, the biggest attribute for why this pitching staff looks so good. And the result of it is six in a row, the second time in franchise history that the Cardinals won six straight on a road trip. Uh, you have won eight of your last nine games now, and you move to mm-hmm. four and a half games out of the wild card. Katie, we were talking about this a little bit ago. The Cardinals have a massive series coming up against the Milwaukee Brewers, and you get all three of their best starters in this three-game set. What do you need to see to be able to buy back into this team as a legitimate playoff threat in this series against the Brewers? Is it like a number of wins against them? Is it a way that the Cardinals play against better competition? What do you, what do you need to see to buy back in? I think it's a culmination of, of both, but I think more or less, you know, if you're going to pick one thing, they have to win the series. Uh, that's, at this point, you know, these games matter. And you're going against their top three pitchers, but the Brewers have a chance to be going against the Cardinals' top three pitchers 
with Miles Michaelis potentially being able to start Thursday on full rest. The Cardinals haven't announced whether they're going to go with Michaelis or Lester at that point. But if it is Michaelis, this will, and hold on, guys, because this is like kind of hard to wrap your head around, it will mark the first series all season where the Cardinals had their projected top three starters pitching in a series. Where have I heard that it would before? Be, you know, Wayne Wright Tuesday. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Wayne Wright Tuesday, Jack Wednesday, and then maybe Michaelis Thursday, maybe Lester um, going against Burns, Peralta, and, and Woodruff. So if the Cardinals can take two or three against those Brewers, you know, I, I think that you can get your hopes up. But, you know, they ha- they've shown reason why, they can, why fans can be optimistic right now. And I know, yes, they won six straight. Yes, eight out of nine. Sweeping teams are hard no matter who the opponent is. And if you think back to June and July – they weren't beating teams of this caliber. Yep. They got swept by the Pirates. They took, they lost three of four, or they got swept by the Tigers, excuse me. They lost three of four from the Pirates at Bush Stadium. Same they thing. were losing no matter who the opponent was. <laughs> Same thing. No kidding. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, you know, they have to have a complete product against this Brewers team. This is a Brewers team that is vastly different from the last time they faced off three months ago. I mean, they have Adonis, they have Escobar, they have Rowdy Telez. And I thought our, our Will Salmon, who covers the uh, the Brewers for the Athletic, he wrote a really in-depth piece on how the Brewers have changed their approach and can hit off-speed pitches now when before they were very heavily dominant on hitting the fastball. So this is a completely different Brewers team than from what the Cardinals had to grind out a very gritty series win in May in Milwaukee. Um, and this is also a very different Cardinals team. So, yeah, I think to wrap up our original point, they have to win the series. Katie, how much of this success is coming from the fact that you're getting Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado on the same level at the same time? Isn't it fun? I mean, they've been, I know they've been trying so hard to to just get hot at the right time. I don't want to diminish the fact that they've been bad because they haven't. They're putting together, you know, the exact kind of seasons you would expect. They just haven't clicked at the right time. So being able to finally see Goldschmidt get hot, Arnado get hot, and here comes Tyler O'Neill with the power right behind him. That's a really lethal two, three, four combo, and it allows the rest of the lineup to lengthen itself. Um, I was really impressed overall. He's playing with a short bench, no Paul DeYoung, no Dylan Carlson in Kansas City, and Sosa and Jose Rondon and Lars Newbar showed up, and they were they had the depth. And bench depth has been a component that's been missing from this Cardinals team pretty much all season. So to play with a short bench, you have a DH in there and to get consistent production throughout your lineup from guys in there that have dazzled in their limited opportunities, but have been, were able to perform pretty consistently throughout the series. That's huge too. Um, so it, I was really encouraged. Again, I know people can say, Oh, it was the pirates. Oh, it was the Royals. That doesn't matter to me. What mattered to me was the overall components that were on display in the series and how the team performed overall. And it was some of their best baseball they've played all season. Katie, final question that I have for you. We're talking to Katie Wu, Cardinals insider for The Athletic. Find her work over at The Athletic and be sure to subscribe over there as well. I find it very interesting that Andrew Kisner has now started four of the Cardinals last 10 games. What have you made of that? And when you guys talked to Mike Schilt about it, what did you did you find that he had any sort of explanation on that other than just, hey, we're getting the young guys some more opportunities? I think that's it. You know, I think it's it's August. It's a long season. Yachty's been beat up a little bit. And it's, it's good to get Kisner some exposure out there and some experience because Kisner is, is a fine starting catcher, right? We've talked about this before. He's perfectly capable of being a starting a starting catcher in any organization. So for him to get more reps, you know, he's working with pitchers that he hasn't gotten a lot of opportunity to win Lester and half the trade deadline acquisition. Preparation is huge on how Andrew Kisner goes about and performs. So being able to connect with these pitchers and, and get more 
more consistent playing time, I think, only helps, especially offensively. So, you know, as, as you're going through August against these opponents, you need to rest Yachty. Why not give Kisner some more opportunity? He's certainly earned it. Um, I can't, I don't know how long it will last. You know, I, I certainly imagine that Yachty doesn't want to sit as much as he has been, but I think it's good for both because you can rest Yachty and you get to keep Kisner fresh. And, you know, as the more you play, the, the easier it is to kind of find a groove and, and turn that into results. So that's, that's my takeaway from it. Interesting. Uh, I'll be, I'll be curious to see if that sustains itself because we know Yachty doesn't love sitting on the bench very often. Katie, we always appreciate the time. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. And we'll talk with you again next week. Sounds good, guys. Have a great one. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited-time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.